What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Millennial Hollywood here on the Popcorn Talk. Sadly, one of our very favorite shows, Pretty Little Liars, has come to an end after seven seasons, and we are going to basically be talking about those past seven years, creating a lot of discussion on what's new, what we think of the finale. It was great, in my opinion, and we're also going to talk about some, maybe some unanswered questions. And I have a very special friend and guest here today, so make sure you stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Got a secret, can you keep it? Swear this one you'll say. Better lock it in your pocket. Taking this one to the grave. It'll show you that I know you won't tell what I said. Cause two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. <laughs> what is up, you guys? Welcome back to Millennial Hollywood Season 2, Episode 4. You guys, thanks for joining us. We are so excited to be talking about our favorite show, Pretty Little Liars. Yes. And I'm joined by one of my best friends in the entire world, Sam Davidson. Hi, guys. I'm Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And thank you for having me, Dakota. You know how much I love to talk about this show. I so know. this is perfect. Thank you. I'm so glad you came because I'm like, who is going to be like the best to talk? I'm like, okay, me and Sam literally text back and forth so many theories. Like, we were always like, wait, check this out. Wait, do you think this is a thing? Who do you think idea is? And she was actually the one who guessed it first and kind of convinced me about this whole theory that ended up being who AD was. So we're gonna get into all that. But first, you guys can follow me everywhere at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And yeah, this is more like a special little episode that I wanted to set aside for one of our favorite shows. So here goes. So thoughts on the finale, were you fulfilled? I was completely fulfilled and I'm not lying at all. <laughs> I know that some people weren't. And I'm surprised. I know that there are always going to be people that aren't fulfilled with the series finale, but with this one, it seems like people are really pissed. But I was so very happy. I know, me, me too. And like we watched it separate times, but I like kind of was like I came up behind you while you were watching. You were like shaking. Like I like put my hands on you to hug you, and you're like, "Don't, don't, don't! I'm scared. I'm scared." And I was like, "What?" Well, I just I I didn't want to have any spoilers. I'm actually a spoiler queen. Usually, I don't care. Yeah. But for this. I cared, and Dakota and Becca Brown were coming up behind me. They had watched it, and I was like, don't you talk don't to me right now, you guys. I know, but you know what was great is I was very fulfilled as well. I thought that this was something that I wanted to see. Of course, it was like maybe not exactly what I was expecting to begin with, but then once you kind of had me on that theory, that was the only way I could really see it. So going into it, I kind of knew what was going to happen in my head at least. Um, so all of our burning questions... You know, the big ones were answered. There are still some small ones, which we'll get into a segment later, unanswered questions and maybe a few plot holes here and mm -hmm. there. Um, but I want to ask your thoughts on the character Alex Drake, who ends up being AD. Okay. So I I liked it, and I did... I'm, I'm not British, yeah. and I, I, I'm not <laughs> super familiar with the British accent, and I know Troyan is a great actress, very well-trained. She went to the same theater school I did. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking she did a really fantastic job but apparently some people weren't happy with the acts it, it was a, a bold choice yeah i'm interested to know why they made her british you know that is a good i think one of the things i was reading in an article maybe from et online they were saying they were interviewing Troyan, and she was saying how she wanted to make sure that this character was so stark different from spencer but at the same time whenever she found out that she was gonna have to be british she was saying oh my gosh i don't want to be that evil like twin like James Bond thing that comes in and they've got the English accent and they're just yeah. like the bad guy so she was like I want it to be like this more obnoxious like Sid Vicious she mentioned a lot in interviews which is an old school reference and you know 
Troyan is a very, like, watches old movies yeah. and, you know, she is a woman before her time kind of thing. So I think she took from a lot of older, twisted stories right. that were perhaps British. Well, she said that and then she said there's also this, like, I think maybe it was like a reality TV show where these these certain girls talk and it's, like, super, like, catty and, and they talk like this. It's, like, this specific accent. So she was saying that a lot of people think maybe it was not a good accent. She's like, literally, go watch this show. Like, I sound just like them. So she picked this very specific accent. Mm -hmm. Because it, people were complaining it was a mix between the proper British and then the Cockney, mm -hmm. I guess is what they call it. And that's more of, you know, just like the conversational in the bars. They're, yeah. you know, not high, high class. I could tell she did a lot of work on it. And for me, it wasn't important to focus on her accent. Yeah. And I just think that at the end of the day, people wanted to pick apart whatever ending there was. There's some people that were mad how the past couple seasons have been yeah. in general. They just wanted to be mad about it. I thought it was freaking brilliant. I know. I think there was one time maybe in the past season, I think season six, some of the ratings dropped a little bit. And I think... That during that time, I could see why some fans were maybe a little little upset or maybe things were going a little slow for them. But I loved... I mean, when you're a diehard fan, it doesn't matter what's happening. You're in it. You know, it's something that you are there from start to finish. So, of course, maybe there's going to be an episode that's not as much of a hit as the next. But it's all a part of the story and everything has key elements that you need to know, clues that are placed throughout. So I think that that's so... I just... I think that they've done an amazing job. Marlene King, the cast, the crew, everyone did an incredible job putting this together and thinking all this through. Um, Marlene did say, though, in an interview recently that uh, originally it was supposed to probably be Rin who was AD, which I think... I, I mean, I had thought all, all along that that's who it was going to be. So I was, like, thinking, oh, my gosh, of course it's going to be Rin. She said that she was going to make it him, but he... You know, he's busy, and she wanted to make sure that this person, whoever AD was going to be, was going to be around whenever they filmed this. Right. So she said, I had to make it one of the main cast members. So, okay, I think it was maybe close to two-ish years ago. I, I was working at this job that I, I hated. I was on the computer a lot, and I was searching for little liars theories <laughs> on Reddit. And there was this Reddit thread about a PA that had gotten fired and was pissed about it because apparently they were taking Adderall, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but let, it, the thread was... I printed almost 50 pages from the job I was what? at because they were like, print these pages. It's going to be deleted soon. I know we're going to get in trouble. And the theory, and the theory was that it was Ren. This PA was verifying. This was before the Charlotte reveal, right before. Yeah. And I have this theory that I'm sure is probably kind of wrong, but that it was supposed to be Ren. And then this Reddit theory came out and this pissed PA started posting on Reddit. And they were like, okay, let's just throw this transgender, you know, storyline in there but yeah. that it was originally supposed to be Ren so that made me think when I saw that quote you're talking about yeah that maybe half of the story I read was true yeah because I mean what if it was supposed to be Ren because I know that there were a few things like well how was Cece able to take a photo with Allison like at like a, the beach or like some summer camp if she was supposed to be in Radley and then she said something about like Oh well, I was I went down to the Radley and and Allie wasn't there. It was Cece Drake or like there was a few things that kind of were said throughout the episodes that didn't really match up. Yeah. But they've never really been spoken about, so we kind of just like say okay, whatever. Wilden also I think is part of that whole thing because that photo that they took that you're referencing, Wilden was on that boat, mm -hmm. Detective Wilden, and I was really hoping that he would be brought back in the finale in a flashback at least. At least a flashback, because we know he's dead, but I mean, people get run back all the time. Yeah. 
wanted some closure, right. but you know, he was jerk, so. Whatever. Yeah, and that's another thing that we're gonna talk about in the next segment. I wanna talk about who we think maybe didn't get the proper closure. Yes. Um, but so Alex Drake is in a bar, Rin bumps into her randomly, thinks it's Spencer, and then all of a sudden, I guess he's really apt, apt to have her meet her sister, half-sister Cece, right? So she's like, or he's like, you need to meet Cece, but why wouldn't he want Spencer to meet her? first that's i i feel like there was something that was cut out or skipped over because we know how big of a part he was in the whole thing at radley he was a doctor especially with mona mm -hmm. and so and he has this obsession with the hastings sisters creepy right he's dated melissa he's dated you know yeah he was and alex said it in she had a line she goes first first your sister then me then you and it just like keeps on going back and forth and, you know, Ren is almost made out like a victim by the end of this. I know. And I'm thinking, we need to know more information. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know, because, okay, so we, we, they become lovers, yes. Ren and Alex. And then uh, she wants Spencer's life because she was kind of the one who got sent away and she, she didn't really have much of a family. And then she kills Ren and makes him into a diamond whenever, I guess, maybe the plans got a little too crazy for him and he was like, I don't know about this. I, and she was like, I kind of want to be with Toby. So he freaked out and she killed him and made him into a diamond to wear around her neck. Well, there was a point, and I am so excited to rewatch that two hour episode, that he said to her, Ren, you're not Spencer. You know, you are having this warped view on what's happening. I think that Alex, like her mother, Mary Drake, had a, you know, mental illness and she really was taking on, she wanted to replace Spencer. I also want to give a shout out to the books because I read a couple a really long time ago. They've barely followed the books, but this is the Allison storyline. Yeah. It was Courtney and Allison. Mm -hmm. Courtney was the evil twin that came back, tried to take over Allie's life for the exact same reason. So it was like they did play like hom homage to that. Like, yeah, just in, with a different character, which I liked. Yeah, I mean, I, I love that because then everyone's like, oh, well, Allie's going to have a twin. And that's what everyone thought of for a long time. But it, it didn't end up being that. But it was it was kind of neat because Marlene said that she knows that everyone kind of wanted it to be one of the girls. Mm -hmm. But the girls represented like, you know, unbreakable bond. And it would just be awful if one of them was the one that was dictating all this. So it was almost like, yeah, it's one of the girls, but it's not. It's her twin. So mm -hmm. it was great to see Troy in that. I thought she did an amazing job. But I do want to ask you I know that Alex always had wanted a family and that CC was kind of feeding her lies like these the Hastings are awful people but do you think that Alex had proper motive to like go all out that is a part of the story that is not connecting the dots making sense exactly is that to hurt the girls is a whole other thing she wanted to be their friend yeah I don't understand why she wanted to destroy them especially Arya which is another big question that we're never going to get the answer for. She was mildly obsessed with Arya, and we saw that scene in the finale with her getting up to her next in the bed and said, I think you're my favorite. I know. I was like, this is scary. But, I mean, I don't know exactly. I wish that we could kind of see more of why she thought that she was going to be her favorite. But it was insane that, you know, the twin was walking among them. She even, like, had Rin shoot her in the shoulder mm -hmm. so that way she could really be the part, which is insane. Like, these people are crazy. So it's not like everything will make sense. Um, it's just demented and crazy. But I do want to talk about how we kind of get the reveal that um, the Emerson's twins are Rin's children. Yes. He was the donor. He was the donor. I mean, was he mentally thinking, like, I'm going to donate myself? Or was, was it Alex saying, hey, look, I need some of your 
<laughs> like uh, yeah like I, i'm gonna make a baby from you and yeah. i am going to take emily's eggs and plant them in her and then use your sperm to make children i mean when there was a scene when alex posing as spencer was holding one of the baby i was like crap she's mm. gonna take the baby she's gonna take a baby and run and again <laughs> This, I mean, did you not, I, I, she was looking in the mirror, and that's when we found out, you are, you know, just like your daddy. She said something like that. Yeah, she said you're just like your dad, yeah. Or, so, or, it, yeah. it was alarming, but also, I, I, in a way, I wish we found out the reveal last ep the episode before the finale, so we could get more backstory and understand all of this. Yeah, and one thing I wanted to ask you, do you think that Alex was controlling Mary Drake, or do you think Mary Drake somehow had a part in all this, or was she just following order so she didn't die and she wanted to kind of appease her daughter a little bit. I mean, because she must have felt bad because she literally was partly responsible for why Spencer had such a great life and the other one didn't because yeah. one was given away, one was not. So so she was trying to make the other one happy because, you know, she was given away to somebody. The thing is, is that with this twin theory, usually there's a good one, there's a bad one. Uh, with Jessica and Mary Drake... They were both bad. Mm -hmm. That That's my big issue and question because at least with Spencer, you know, it's a dichotomy. One's good, one's bad. And I don't know what's going to happen with those damn twins, but I just wished they were boys because maybe <laughs> they could get over this. <laughs> I know because these girls are like, oh, man. I mean, they're never going to know who their father is. I mean, and, and obviously Alex didn't tell anybody. So I yeah, mean, they'll just say we're super hot and we're OK with it right. because they're Emily, you know, and Ren <laughs> is a father. I mean, think about those beautiful children. Dear <laughs> God. <laughs> I do want to know, why do you think that Alex used Mona? Like, what did what did she use her for and why did... Melissa, why did she make her wear Melissa's mask? I think that was basically just to get fans thinking, oh my gosh, AD is Melissa, and then she rips the mask off. Oh my gosh, AD is Mona. Why? Yes, that annoyed me, and I will just say, in the entire universe, this universe, the masks pissed me off the most, because we aren't in Supernatural, we're not in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, we're not in a shape-shifting any kind of world. We're in a real world, so we need to at least pretend. I, my suspension, uh, what is it? Suspension of disbelief? Yeah, something mm -hmm. like that. It, the masks ruined it a bit. So with the Melissa thing, I know they wanted Tori DeVito back on the show in some way. And I think that Tori DeVito's character, Melissa, was not fully explored. She knew something with Ren. Yeah. Her and Ren... And then she got mad at Ren, you know, a couple seasons ago. We saw a flashback. Remember Hannah and Melissa in the bathroom? It was a flashback uh, that they she was fighting with Ren, and it was super shady. And then, of course, back to, like, the first thing that ever happened in the flashbacks we saw was Cece and Melissa mm -hmm. talking. So we never – we'll get into the unanswered questions, but I, I don't know why they brought Melissa back if they were just going to do that. Yeah, I think that's my biggest yeah. uh, peeve about the whole thing. Because I feel like Melissa would have been more involved, but it's almost like it's almost like something happened. Like you said, maybe the PA ruined it. Maybe something happened to where they're like, okay, well, we can't go that direction anymore because you know, obviously, uh, I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that are still unanswered that I would love to know, and I'd love to sit down with Marlene and be like, all right, even off camera, it doesn't even have to be an interview. I just want to sit down with her as a person and be like, please tell me. Yeah, I I'll gotta just be know. like, drink all my wine. 
I'm going to get you talking Yes. and tell me everything. Exactly. Uh, in the end, Emerson has twins and is engaged. Caleb is pregnant. Ezria married and will adopt because Arya is not able to have children. And Spoby might happen, but Spoby's kind of the thing that was kind of left where he was kind of moving back into town and, and there might be something going on, but obviously Toby was sleeping around with Alex w- without knowing. So that's an awkward relationship that I, I, I'm, I think out of all the relationships, I'm more pro Spoby. I was very much Yobi for a long time because I thought Yvonne yeah. and him were so sweet. And I loved And she was dynamic. wonderful. And she needed to happen, yeah. I think, in some way for Toby to get another taste of life and for him to move on. But the thing about Spencer is that she would have never gone to Toby too soon. Yeah. And that, at the end of the day, is kind of how he knew. But when you think if you sleep with someone... And you've slept with them a bunch of times before, you would kind of know. Recognize this is not the same person. Yeah. So, again, that's why I'm like, this isn't a perfect, you know, oh, Romeo and Juliet. They're finally getting together. He slept with Alex twice? I think two or three times. Yeah, two times. Also, he had slept with Jenna his stepsister for a long time. But then Jenna somehow ended up being the... The Saving grace. And... during our after show of Pretty Little Liars, we talked about this opening scene a bit, and I said I'm going to have to rewatch it to do the symbolism of Jenna on the horse and uh, Lucas as this clown that's walking yeah. by. I, In a way, Jenna was the saving grace, and I do wish that we could have seen it build up to that, of Jenna, not just in that moment, but see her try to become a better person. And it seemed random. The only reason it didn't seem as random was because Toby is her stepbrother and she loves and cares about him. Definitely. So yeah. she wanted to let him know. Definitely, yeah. And in the end, Mona does live in France with a fake cop. Basically, he's the one. She says, I called the cops. And she kind of has this weird little face about her. <laughs> Two guys come in, grab uh, Mary Drake and uh, Alex, and they take off. And so th- if you s- stop the screen, the fake cop is also the one who is Mona's lover. So... We see that she owns this doll shop in France. She goes downstairs and she has them behind a, a glass wall and she's kind of controlling them. And we don't know, I mean, I think that'd be a great spinoff, but she's controlling them. We don't know if they're ever gonna get out. And um, Mary says, you know, she can't keep us in here forever. And Alex is like, of course she can, she's Mona. And I'm like, yes, of course, I love crazy Mona. Well, when you asked earlier, why did Alex, you know, was so interested in Mona. I think she knew what Mona was capable of because she was very clear on what she had done before and she wanted to use her for it and it backfired. Yeah. And Alex ended up in there with Mary. And I mean, listen, at the end of the day, Mona is a very, very sick woman. And it's sad, but sometimes if if you're going to be sick and you're going to be bad, use it towards good. Lock up the bad people. At least Mona got it kind of right this time. She's not uh, locking up innocence like we were with yeah. the liars. She she has the bad people, and I don't think her sickness is going to go away. No. And an interesting spinoff, possibly. I felt like there was a lot of Easter eggs that they put out there for the fans to respond to to see what could we do after this. Right, because we also see you know Addison and her friends. They basically are living out the new generation of the Pretty Little Liars. We see her, Addison, as Allie, basically, and we see the whole barn thing. You know, they wake up, where's Addison, and so-and-so. Yeah. And then one of the girls comes back. I think I heard her scream, and it's like, well, that sets it up for a whole other thing. 
But those girls are so young that I feel like the demographic of the Pretty Little Liars fans who've been there from start mm -hmm. to start, they've all grown up. So I feel like a young, young spinoff like that would almost have to be like on Disney Channel or something. I feel like, and maybe I hit the nail on the head, maybe they'll do that because Disney and Freeform are affiliated. Oh, they can't do that, though. I mean, honestly, I liked the ending just because it was a very poetic, full circle kind of thing, which I think Marlene King is very good at. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to see Addison. Yeah. I she's don't... a great actress. Ava oh, she's amazing, fantastic. But... I follow her on Twitter now. She's adorable and very good. If they were going to do that, I would have liked to have seen more scenes with her explaining who she was. Yeah. Uh, besides just pissing them off. But with that being said, I do think that she was important. And there was a scene with her and Allie where Allie seemed like she was going to be violent with her. Yeah, she grabs her arm. Yeah. And then not only that, but Jenna also grabs her arm really and says, you know, I can smell a blank from a mile away. So Jenna is now a teacher at the school, which yes. is crazy to think about. So there's a lot that's happened in this year time jump. Um, but I do want to get into some unanswered questions segment. And after that, we have some photos that we're going to show you guys of of us doing fun things and uh, with some of the liars and all that good stuff. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, let's talk about some unanswered questions. So was Lucas ever involved or was he just a normal friend who was just kind of there and was a part of the story? Um, I do think that Lucas was involved uh, way more than we knew. He was involved in the original A game. And with his comic books, it is not... There's so much more we don't know about Lucas. I would love a whole flashback movie, you know, of Lucas with Charles, Cece, all of that. I just feel, even though it was two hours, the series finale, there's a lot that was untold. And even though I loved it, the first hour was too happy. It was. It was a little too happy, for sure. Um, but then it kind of got dark, and then we kind of got a lot of the answers. So it was great, but I do agree with you. It was almost like, oh my gosh, everything's great. Um, like, I'll, give us that for 20 minutes, right. you know? <laughs> but also what I want to know is, do you think Jenna was very involved? Because we always thought she was a big part of the, the A-team, but was she just another puppet? I think she was a puppet. Well, part of the... You know what? I'm going to be honest. Part of the reason is that she can't see. And she didn't know that this was Spencer's twin. Mm -hmm. She had no idea. And it's ironic that she was the first one to figure it out, right? Yeah, it was, because she's like, wait a minute, you're wearing a different perfume than you usually do. And then, yeah, she just kind of caught on. And she's the one who told Toby, look, you maybe think I'm crazy, I... but there might be two Spencers, you know? But who did she think it was at the beginning of the season? You I don't know, know, what did she think she was doing? Why can't she just give it up? I know. Exactly, because the whole time she was just real angry because of the Jenna thing, you know, the whole explosion in the, um, the you garage. You have to move on. You, you gotta, gotta move, move on. on. It's been seven years plus the five-year time jump and oh, another yeah. year, so we're like in the future right now. You better get over it, It's girl. over a decade. Like, come on. You know. Um, also, something I wanted to tell you about, um, Rin and Alex would have been together around the second half of season four, but he also was with Melissa apparently in season five. Which I feel is, remember I was telling you about the fight that they, that flashback fight they had, uh, and we don't know what it was about. There was something fishy going on. Mm -hmm. And I want to know if Melissa's hate for Spencer stemmed somewhere with Alex. You think? Well, I, I, the thing is that Spencer was, remembers being with Ian. She was with Ian. Uh, and she was with Ren. But I feel like there's some Alex that's gone in in between those things. And even, you know, Spencer's mom at one point said it's like you had two personalities. You were two different people. 
that makes me feel maybe Alex was just, you know, just being a total bitch <laughs> and sneaking in there like Spencer. What? <laughs> I know that's so crazy. I mean, really though, because she could have gone in there and acted like normal, like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm nobody. I'm just your sister. But no, I've been sleeping around with your man. Mm -hmm. Like, watch out, Melissa. Um, but if Alex was aveng avenging Cece, why would she let Mona join the A-team? Because Mona was responsible for Cece's death. Well, she found out that Mona was... Oh, okay, so she found out Mona was responsible for Cece's death and then let her join him. I'm trying to remember. Or maybe she didn't know. I mean, I feel like AD Because the whole know. thing was to know. She wanted to know, and that was the point of the game. And the second to last episode, they finished the game, and they're like, okay, it's over, and they walked away. And then she drove away. Yeah, and then Mona was put up in a mental institution, not Radley. Really? I mean, Bradley's a hotel now, so. Oh, yeah, duh. Okay, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, you know, a, a new school, Radley. But I think that Mona is so intelligent and valuable to any kind of uh, violent or smart situation where you're calculating yeah. that she knew she would be an asset. Definitely. Okay, I have a few more unanswered questions, and then we're going to get into showing the photos. So what was the point of Andrew Campbell and his farm? Because they made a big ordeal <sighs> about this. They made it, oh, Andrew Campbell and his farm, and he's a little sketchy doing weird things. What was that about? Because we never got any answers from that. I legitimately want books, okay? I want there to be books written by Marlene King. I feel like she will someday. She'll she'll maybe release a book that has some of the unanswered questions. Yeah. Um, I just do want to give a shout-out. You know, Dakota, this is before my time and way, way before your time. Twin Peaks, they did a revival this year. It's an after show that I do, but it was very much... Pretty Little Liars essentially took a lot from Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. And uh, at, Twin Peaks was canceled after two seasons. It was way before its time. And they did a prequel movie. They did books, tons of books afterwards. And, I mean, this show was definitely not canceled before its time. Right. <laughs> but I would like to see some kind of material that comes out after to service us diehard fans. Right. Even if it was just a book. Like, we would love that. And you know how much money you can make off that book? I mean, come on. I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read two copies if you got them. Um, but why did... Okay, when I, what I want to know. Leslie Stone, you remember her, the redhead? What mm -hmm. happened? She was involved. Was she not? What happened with her? Is she still living? That was never answered either. Um, I, don't, I think that she was a red herring of sorts. A what? A red herring. What does that mean? It means that we were supposed to think she was very suspicious and think that she was bad, but she wasn't. She was. She was kind of not very nice. But, but she, she was, was also just... Mona's friend and... There were so many characters that were brought in, I feel as though, to test the waters with the audience to see if we liked them or, if, you know what I mean? To Could they be A? Could they be that? Because right. that's uh, what they do with Andrew. Yeah, and the Andrew thing, I, I think that he would have been great, and I really would have appreciated some kind of tie back to that, but we didn't get it. We didn't get it? No. We didn't, but you guys, that is just a few of the, the many things that people are talking about online with unanswered questions. But I do want to get into a segment where I show you some photos of, uh, ever since I've been such a fan of Pretty Little Liars, we've had, uh, I've gotten the chance to meet a lot of them, and Sam and I got to do this awesome thing at Warner Brothers for the PLL exhibit. So, um, do we have the photos? Okay. Okay, I'm trying to think of who that could be. Um... Sure, no problem. Okay, one other answer, unanswered question while he's doing this. What did, why did they make it seem like Pam was going to die? <laughs> Again, another red herring, which is, you know, you think something bad's going to happen and it's not going like, to happen. They made, it, they made it look so much like Pam was going to pass. And, like, they were, like, and Allie was like, no matter what, you'll always have family. There was this whole thing. 
and it was just insane. But I, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, it was. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. oh, that's you in the suit. That's Dakota. That's me. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, that's. Oh, okay, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's me and um, Janelle Parrish. She's gorgeous. We're doing the little shh sign, but. This was actually at Rockwell. She does a lot of uh, shows yes. at Rockwell Table and Stage where she's, you know, singing in musicals and they're, it's amazing. So this is one where I went to see uh, another concert and ran into her there and uh, I just had to take this photo. I love her. And just like a little fun side story, I've seen several shows she's been in and her mother's there always with Lay's. Oh my you know, gosh, she's from Hawaii. Yeah. And I met her mother one the first time and I said, I'm so happy to meet you. Your, your daughter's fantastic. And I introduced myself and then I saw her six, seven months later and she goes sam her mom her mom is so sweet and her dad that is so cute they're they're awesome janelle is awesome that's amazing um this photo is actually from the warner brothers lot i went with kara royster who plays yvonne toby's uh toby's fiance and wife for a while before she passes this is us standing next to toby's cop uniform um you guys can check out the warner brothers studio tour there's a pll exhibit only till the end of august i believe so just another couple months pretty little liars made here exhibit and this is another photo from it uh this is the game and you can kind of see dakota that's a freaking (laughs) amazing photo it really is it's so cool and there's so much reflection and Allie's is that Allie's grave in the background it's radley sanitarium oh it's the radley sanitarium okay Wow. It's so funny because like literally all these little uh, reflections looks like it's things happening in my mind like I'm thinking about my plots. It's genius. So that was fun. But you guys got to check out that exhibit. Here's me and Kara um, by the Radley Sanitarium thing which is fun. I mean there's so much to explore at this exhibit and I loved it and I loved that we got to walk around it. I, I wanted to stay there by myself for a while. Yeah. To just, <laughs> to you, just figure it out. You were there whenever Shay, Mitchell, um, Sasha, Peter Say, and Marlene King were there talking yes. about it, which was really cool. Yeah, so. they were. It was super exciting, and they were awesome about it. Ooh, what's that? Oh, yes. That's what I thought. Ren. Okay, this is me and Ren Kingston. I'm so excited that I got to meet him. He was actually doing a movie premiere at uh, a place in Hollywood for or I guess it's his like, TV show on Amazon called Hand of God. And this is actually maybe the reason why he's, he was an AD, because he got this other role that mm-hmm. was like he was like one of the mains in. He was also on Once Upon a Time as Prince Charming yep. for a while. Uh, but yeah, so he literally crossed three lanes of traffic. No one else really came over much. He crossed three lanes of traffic to go. There was not even a walkway, not even, um, like, there was not a red light. Like, cars were going by. He almost got hit by a car. He came across the street just to take these photos with us. He was so nice, and literally, I was so excited to meet him because, I mean, he honestly has been one of my favorite characters from the. It's VN. a shame we couldn't get more of Ren. I know he He's deserves so, so much. Sexy and like evil, maybe, maybe not. And he had to be turned into a diamond. I mean, come on. Well, you know, it's a way to go. Oh, this is the first time I ever met Ashley Benson. Um, Are those highlights in your hair, Dakota? No, the sun was just crazy, and it makes me look like I have a bald spot on my head because of the sun. That does not look like you at all. I know. <laughs> I had my hair up for some reason. I thought it looked cool, I guess. Um, but this was actually at the roast of Justin Bieber, and I was on the red carpet, and I saw her, and I was like, this is the first time I had ever met one of the main liars, and I was like, oh my gosh, Ashley, I love you so much. And like, I'm surprised I was the only one who like went up to her on the carpet. That's crazy. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Exo Benzo, which I, I write for Ashley Benson's Lifestyle Blog. That's amazing. It is pretty cool. I've still never met her, but I, I write for her. It's a lot That's of fun. That's really, really cool. I've read a few, I think you've sent me a few that you've, that you've written. Yeah. That's I should exciting. write a big Pretty Little Liars one. You really, really should. 
Um, this is me in front of all the girls. Like I think this is like their first costumes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we see the the famous yellow top, which I'm sure they have many yellow tops because let's be honest. You realize how small they are too. I know, and this is like a really cool moment because I got to see all of the all of the main costumes from the very beginning, which is really cool. Yeah, and if you're a fan from the beginning, it's very like you get the chills oh my a little gosh. bit. Yeah, definitely. This one is, I think, maybe one of the photos you had taken, but this is like... A's Lair. Yeah. Mona. OG. We have like the hoodie, which is really cool. We have like a lot of photos of Alice in there. Um, I think there was one that you sent in that also had like, like the, the blocks that said Charles on it. This was such a cool little area. They have the dolls down in the corner. You really get this creepy, eerie vibe whenever you're, you show up there. Yeah, there was a guy I knew uh, that was a props guy in those beginning seasons, and he didn't follow the show, and he he's like, all I know is that it's creepy, and there's a lot of uh, thought put into these little weird dolls and sayings and pieces of paper and cell phones that are everywhere, and I'm just, <laughs> I think it's freaking awesome that they have all this for us to see and, you know, dissect. Yeah. Definitely. And the next photo we have is of the then and now <laughs> book that... Um, I want to read it. I know. I wanted to get in behind the, the little area and just grab one. But of course, it would just be an empty book or, or made of another book. But um, yeah, that was so cool because that was like, you know, from the book the book party and the book premiere. And like they, it was the book that Ezra and uh, Arya had made, which is super cool. Yeah. And shout out to, you know, Addison too. She had that scene where she said, your friend is the one that broke them up. Mm -hmm. Like that love story, all of that. I think it's important to remember that this is probably a huge thing in America, kind of at that point, this story of this yeah. guy that lost his fiance or whatever, she, a girlfriend, whatever Nicole was at the time. And, you know, went back to our, it's so complicated. New York Times bestseller for sure. Yeah. Uh, here's another photo of uh, the dollhouse. Which Mona, you know, recreates at the end. She's starting over again. Right, so that is right there. That's the little dollhouse that she was using in, in France, which is really cool. And we see yeah. some of the masks. We see like the alley mask. We see Charles's mask. There's the one that has Charles spelled out in the blocks. Mm -hmm. um, and we see that iconic first photo strip up at the top of um, whenever Maya and Emily were in the photo. That group. was one actually last thing that we I wanted I knew I wanted to talk about an unanswered question, which was Maya. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted Maya to somehow I wanted to know her involvement in all of this. Or if she was just an innocent bystander who got killed by that random crazy guy and everyone thought that A was responsible, but she wasn't. I still think I still think she was because really? she was involved in that club with Noel Khan and That's true. Did you know that she was actually uh she's related to Beyonce now? Through marriage? Like uh her her dad married Beyonce's mom oh you know what I did I was like wait a minute oh, and man. just a shout out to her because she's in almost all of my favorite shows Vampire Diaries she played a very great pivotal role but it was a flashback so she's freaking awesome I love her so much and the next photo we have here is of the red coat, the famous red coat. And then, of course, the beautiful portrait of Allison in the background. Yeah, and uh, when I was there, when uh, Sasha and Shay and Marlene were there, they were being interviewed, they said, what's one thing we'd want to take from set? And Sasha looked, and she goes, I really did want to take this picture, but I would look so conceited. Right. And I can't have this in my home, but how cool uh, to have a photo of you like this right and like this an was old hollywood like the, goddess yeah because this was from the old hollywood episode where everything was like black and white and mm -hmm. it was just so i just love that episode that was one of my favorite episodes 
here's Kara and I at the Teen Choice with the Teen Choice uh, Pretty Little Liar surfboard. This was kind of like a little Easter egg nugget thing that was like hidden in the gift shop. Yes. Behind the cash register, Kara and I like kind of scooted behind it and just like took photo behind the cash register. But it was kind of like in the Pretty Little Liar section of the gift shop, but just kind of to the side. And Kara pointed it out and I was like, we've got to get a picture with this. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Oh, oh there we yeah, go. There I am. I'm with A and I'm scared. You guys have no idea, actually, how many nightmares I've had about this show. <laughs> so I loved this. I like this picture because, I mean, look, she's coming to get me. I know. And I love it because it's kind of like that whole thing we were talking about, like the dress, the black and the blue or the, the gold yeah. and the white. I thought this was like some gray sweatpants suit. And I was like, what is it? But, of course, it was the lighting and it's the, the, yeah, the hoodie. Exactly. I love that photo of you. You're like, uh-uh. Oh, oh, well, that's kind of a, you know, it's someone's arm, but it's okay. It's when uh, <laughs> I was, like, sending Dakota a bunch of pictures. Shay, Marlene, and Sasha, it, we were all standing in front of the brew. Mm -hmm. And there was, like, a huge photo shoot situation that was happening before they got there. It was so much fun. And then me and Becca Brown, we were there before they got there, and we got to sit in the chair. Becca was like, can we sit here? And I'm like, Becca, don't ask. It's oh. fine. Don't ask. And then I go, oh, you guys are nice. Like, okay, so we were sitting in the chairs. We're having a great time. But it was a lot of fun to that see them. That is so funny. I love that. Oh. <laughs> so where it all began, the barn. I love it. You said so much stuff has happened, gone down in the barn. <laughs> I mean, it was scary. It was a little bit scary to be there, but I was. You got to kind of wander, wander around a little bit. Yeah, we got to wander in the houses and stuff. But, you know, they kind of are being, like, redone for new shows right. and torn down. But it was a lot of fun. That is so cool. This was actually whenever, um, this is me, Becca Brown, and Ashley Benson, whenever we got invited, but from um, one of the main people from Pixels, the movie Pixels with Adam Sandler, she she had like a small role in it. And we were invited to the, the premiere little screening in LA. So we got to go, and then afterwards, as she was heading out, we like snuck down from our seats, and like, this is like in the theater, and we like took it real quick before she had to leave, but she's always been very sweet to us. Love her. Brendan, uh, oh my gosh, Lucas. And you know, After Buzz used to be at a different studio. It was actually like in a house. Yeah. And, and um, I remember one of the first times I was at After Buzz, I just saw him walking through the house. And I was just like, hey, hey, oh, oh my God, um, Brendan, I'm like, I love you. Lucas <laughs> is uh, so creepy and uh, you're the best. And I mean, to say suave would be an understatement. The guy's got game in person. Really? Let me tell you. Ooh. Yeah. He, uh, he's he got it going on, and I can't wait to see what he does next. Oh, I know. He's an amazing actor. And that was just kind of like a little surprise that I'd met him that night. I wasn't expecting to run into him. Janelle. And here's Janelle again. I love this. is at Rockwell, I think, as well. I think I went to go see her, and then, uh, then he was there. And so mm -hmm. that was fun. But, yeah, Janelle is always so much fun to see her. She's beautiful and so talented. And then this was whenever Becca and I got invited um, to basically have like an early screener of the Scorch Trials. And Keegan and Drew Van Acker were like basically interviewing us on the red carpet to ask us about the movie. And so Drew took the selfie and we ended up actually uh, getting to be aired during the, the commercial break of Pretty Little Liars. That's so cool. So that was a lot of fun. That was a great day. I miss Drew from the finale. I, I definitely did. The heck. Me and Troyan, oh my gosh, I've been to like two or three of her premieres, mm -hmm. like of her small films. I think uh, Stilla Rose, and then there was another one for um, Martyrs. Mm -hmm. She did like a remake, which you've got to see. It's so creepy, so creepy. But um, she plays an amazing, like, dark character in that one. 
and oh, it's like insane. But we, I like to go to her premieres. I like to support her, and I can't wait for her new movie to come out. Feed. Yeah. Well, a quick shout out to Troy and a fun little story. I I went to USC. I was a year below her. Uh, and one of the classes I had to take, we had a requirement to do behind the scenes of a show. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had to do costumes, and I literally just like took Troyan's clothes off. Oh my God. And I had to switch her clothing. It was a period piece show. Wow. And I had no idea who she was going to be, you know, that kind of thing. But, it, and I, she obviously doesn't remember me because, you know, she was just changing and going back on stage. But it's so funny to think about that, that how cool hilarious. that is. That is hilarious. That's so funny. And of course, Andrew Campbell. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I was like, come on. I met him, actually. I was going to watch Ellen, and he was uh, just jogging through the parking lot to get back to his car. I think he, maybe he was working on Big Bang Theory. But um, I met him, and I was like, oh, my gosh, can I please get a photo with you? And he was super nice and super chill Aww. guy. And he just worked out or something after being on set. But that was cool to meet him. Absolutely. Troy, and again, this was at her Martyrs premiere um, at the Oktoberfest, like, scary Halloween type yeah. of film festival, which was fun. This was actually, I look like I have dandruff in my hair, but let me explain. Dakota. So, this, is, this is the first time I ever met anyone from Pretty Little Liars. So it was Janelle who started it all. Um, this was, I was actually at the Rockin' New Year's Eve party, you know, mm -hmm. that they film here in LA to, to be to be shown for, uh, for the Rockin' New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest. And she was there uh, filming for Dancing with the Stars. And so if you can see in the very back of that photo, there's a guy standing in a doorway. Yeah. Um, and they were saying, hey, Janelle, you, you need to stop taking photos with people and come back in so we can rehearse. So, like, literally, I was the last person that got a photo with her, <laughs> and everyone else was so mad. And that's how it all began. And I have confetti in my hair, not dandruff. Thank you. <laughs> There's me Keegan. and Keegan. Oh, my gosh. And I'm so excited. Did you hear he's coming out with a new book? Yes. So it's called Hollywood. It doesn't come out until, I think, uh, April 28th, 2018. But this was whenever he was very early on promoting his Life, Love, Beauty book, and I, I went to the Grove to see him, and... He was just a total joy to meet and talk to. I've met him like six or seven times. He's a sweetheart. He, I, I haven't met him, but I've, you know, I've seen a lot of interviews. And yeah. if I met him, I probably would like kidnap him and make him be my husband. I know, and he's promised me that he will come on Millennial Hollywood this show whenever he comes out with his new book. Well, that'd be awesome. So he's confirmed this like twice with me, and I'm like. Okay, well, it's going to happen because, you know, he does, like, these book tours for, like, a year. And then yeah. he goes on a lot of interviews. So he said he'd come in. So probably going to be, you know, almost a year from now. But he said he will come in, which will be cool. Perfect. Okay, and I think that is it. I think there were – okay, cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for watching. Yes, this is me and Shay Mitchell. I wanted to show that one really quick before we go. I love her. Anyway, you guys, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us for this. This has been so much fun. Thank you, Sam, for joining us. Anytime. I'm so excited to get out my feelings about yes. Pretty Little Liars. And where can everyone find you on social media again? You guys can find me at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm not even kidding. Tweet me theories from season one to season seven. I don't care. I will be re-watching these episodes like a crazy person. So please do that. Yes, and you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And you can follow after Buzz TV everywhere at After Buzz TV. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure to give a big thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a five star rating. And again, thank you for joining us for seven years of Pretty Little Liars fun. And thank you for this fun little recap. It has been so much fun talking to you guys. So I hope you guys have an amazing day. And we will be back next week for another episode with a very special guest. Bye. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.